Okay, hello everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on this podcast on today, where we like to inspire, encourage, and empower women just like you. And so we have a special guest on the podcast today, but before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and start in prayer. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. And we pray that this meeting would be all of you and none of us, and that you would give us the divine wisdom on what to say so that another mother can be empowered, inspired, or encouraged by our special guest on today. So we just thank you, oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, our special guest today is Miss Karen Berry. And if you are from the Atlanta area, you may know Karen. Karen is, she's actually my hairstylist. And she is one of the best hairstylists on the planet. So if you are ever in Atlanta, you need to make sure you give her a call or stop by. Right now, she is. Uh, under Salon Bella, but I don't, I won't let it out right now, but she's doing big things right now. She's growing. So I will wait. Maybe she'll say something, but uh, she's got some big things. popping. So without further ado, Karen, I know often we, uh, when I'm sitting in the chair, you know, that, that chair is also a therapeutic place, you know, right. People- their hair done, but they also just start talking and, you know, telling you what happened in their week and just something about the hair that makes the stylist the therapist as well. Right. So in our conversations, um, as I'm talking about Dr. Leslie Inspires, you know, Karen often cracks me up when she's talking about her son. And so I invited her on the podcast on today because I wanted the listeners to hear more and and maybe be inspired by some of the things that she she may say about her sons. So Karen, if you can just start by telling us about your two sons and the difference in your two sons. Okay. I have my oldest son, name is Christopher. He's 26 now. But um, he's always been very smart. You didn't have to help him with anything. Um, I would come home from work and he was like, mom, look at this project I did. And it was done. It was, he would get an A on it. And I had, I I really didn't have to do a a lot of um, discipline to him. He was, he was, just just did what you say um a really good kid now my my 18 year old which is he's a really good kid too um but he has a lot of challenges you have to help him and he has a lot of laziness in him (laughs) um i have to say but um you know, um, since the pandemic, he's been stuck in the house and he just felt like he just 12th grade, 
we ready to get out of high school and he just stopped doing doing his work mm. so that that challenged us you know um until i started getting um letters saying your child may not graduate you know that's when he started to take it serious like oh 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 so that means I, I have to I may have to do another year in high school. And I'm like, yes, if you don't graduate, you got to do another year. And we and time is of the essence because he waited to the last semester to start not doing what he's supposed to do. Mm. In this one class, you know, calculus. And and I talked to his teacher and she was like, you know, this is a hard subject. It's not something that you can just say, okay, well, this week, I, I think I do all my work in past. You know, it, it, it was a hard, it's, it's been hard. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can say it's now, definitely been challenging. I do recall <laughs> you telling uh, the story about the day that you actually found out that he was going to graduate. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We waited to, I mean, it was down to the last minute. <clears throat> Wednesday, last Wednesday, um, they had a meeting at the school. Well, it was a drive up. You drive, <clears throat> you drive up to the school and you got your cap and gown. Well, Wednesday, I still didn't know if he was going to graduate. But I went to the school anyway. I said, we'll drive. We'll do the drive up and see see what happens. You know, I'm praying the whole time. He want to listen to the music and turn the music up loud. And I'm like, uh-uh, this is not the right time. You know, he's still, like I say, it's like um, I, I call him just, just not um, just a floater, just, just floating right. in the air like nothing is wrong. Everything is okay. Like, let's listen to the music. We okay. And I'm like, no, I, you know, my nerves too bad. I, I, I can't listen to anything right now. I need to know what's going on. So we drive up to, to the lady that's standing there. You know, she has this pad and, and pencil in her hand. And she says, what's your child's name? And I say, Nicholas, you know, Barry Williams. And she's saying, um, well, he's not clear yet. You need to see the counselor's office. Now, this is getting your captain gown. So this is mm. Wednesday. <clears throat> we drive up to the to the counselor's office, the counselor's um, tent that they had out there, and they say, "Well, um, what's your what's your child's name?" I I tell them, you know, his name Nicholas Barry Williams, and they say. Well, let me see, um, what class was it that he was failing? I said, calculus. I said, okay, well, let's see. Let's see if he's passing all his classes. Then she gave me a stamp on the, the paper that I had that said, your child may not graduate. But she stamped it and said, Nicholas, you're graduating. She said, you, oh, you, you made a 70 out the class. Now, you would have thought that he made an A the way we went. We jumped and screamed and... <laughs> And it was like a party. Right. Well, that was something to celebrate. Right, right, right. But did you feel I, like you wanted to put him in a headlock at that moment? Oh yeah. Cause I was scared. I was like, you 
<clears throat> you want me, to, you want to listen to music and you don't even know if you graduate. Right. And you know, also- and it, it's just like these, you know, it's like, like I call them a floater. You just walking through, you know, every day, like, like without a care in the world, everything is good. Everything is fine. And, and you know, life is just not like that. So, you know, <clears throat> it is, like I say, very challenging. Yeah. You know, when we, um, we talked before, I want to hit on a couple of things. He is your child. You said he is very creative. Very creative. Well, he can draw. I mean, he 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 is he is definitely an artist. Um, when he was in elementary school, he took an art class and he ended up drawing the um he 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 draws so well that they wanted him to do the the um what is it the um the schools uh what is mascot it? yeah the mascot for the school so he he drew that and and the teacher told me she he said don't ever let him stop drawing he he's he really has a talent. So now he designs tennis shoes, you know, <clears throat> he was working at this little pizza place and he decided to quit that job to pursue his designing of tennis shoes. So, so that's been challenging for me as well. Um, Why? We have paint everywhere. Paint is everywhere. Glue is everywhere. Um. <laughs> And I try to to tell him, you know, let's just let's work in this space. Let's do this. I drive into the driveway into my garage and he has paint bottles just laying around. I drive over a paint bottle and paint is all over my car. Mm. Right. So that's another thing I'm dealing with. Just just laziness and and not want not doing what I ask him to do. You know, it, it's it's like, you know, I, I, I tell him do this and I come home and it's still not done, but he got every excuse in the book why it's not done. So is he doing his art at that point? He's doing yes, everything. And it, it, to art. me, it's, it, it's like I want to be encouraging. I want him to do his art. I, I, I think it's, 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 it's a great idea. He's selling, ten, he's selling his tennis shoes. You know, he's doing good. But it's lacking in everything else. It, it's, it's, you know, like I told him, you still have to do other things besides working. You still, you know, and it's, it, it's still a part of balance, you know, um, showing him how to balance things and and not I've I've been an entrepreneur for almost 30 years and and teaching him how to um <clears throat> use his time how to mm-hmm. use his time how to charge for his time and to charge for his art you know <clears throat> So and and him thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about, but yet I've raised two kids, put one through college, one um about to graduate, 
this week. So, and with the house and the car and, and, and no problems. But he think, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know right. what's the latest things or uh, what can make. But what I do know is business. I may not know the latest, the latest things that are out. But I do know, you know, I do know how to deal with a business and how to run a business and <clears throat> how to, you know, how to yeah, charge for what you, what your talent is. And, right. you know, right now that, that's been a challenge as well. You know, sometimes, Karen, they don't understand that we've been on this earth much longer Right. Right. The spirit is a good teacher. Right. And you know, the thing is, he's about to learn a thing or two because he just graduated. Uh, so let me ask, what are your plans? What are his plans? Because you know, when they turn 18, um, I just did a podcast the other day, and this young man, his situation was similar to yours, and he did not do anything he's still sitting at home but his, he's being allowed to not work um he, he's just not doing anything with his life and he's being allowed to do that what are well, your plans that's not what i want um I, i'm trying now we're, we're we're on the way of trying to get him in uh um art school he wants to do art so right now we have, we have applied for different art schools and we right now just waiting to hear from them. Um, and say, for instance, he does not get into a school or whatever, which I, I think he will. Um, he, he, he has to work. It, it's, not, it's no sitting around. It's no, I'm not going to come home and you laying around. We, we laid around a whole almost two years for COVID. It's no more laying around. It's, you know, it's, it's I, I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Have you made that clear to him? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. he, he knows that. There's no laying around, you know, because one thing, I'm not, I'm not going to give you money to do anything with. So whatever, whatever you got to do to make it happen, you got to do it yourself. Because, you know, like I, like I told him, if he's not in school, I, you know, he has to make it on his own. Really? So you, you do you think you can follow through with that? You won't feel sorry? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. But the thing about it is, if I'm not, now that's not to say that if he doesn't um, go to school, I'm not going to help him get a job. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can because that's my child and I want to see him succeed. But I also need him to want to do this you know I need him to want to to make it it happen because I you know like I told him I'm not gonna be here forever I need to know that you can make it on your own and not depend on your brothers because right now you know everything he if I don't give it to him his brothers give it to him he have two older brothers that you know that that soon as he needs something uh uh, he need to go somewhere they dare. Mm -hmm. Because he's no, the baby. I, yeah, because he's the baby. He's the baby. So does he, do the other brothers ever complain about him? No. 
No. Because he's a good kid. Like, he doesn't do anything to make you really complain. I complain because I, I can see the laziness. I can see the... And, and, and the thing about it is, you know, maybe all the kids right now are lazy because they've been in the house for so long doing absolutely nothing. I've been in the house doing nothing. You know, I just want the energy that, that he has balled up in him to be a positive, to, you know, that we that we go into positive and not just, you know, it's easy for you to be closed in. And then when you come out, just be a, a, a you know, you just run wild. Yes. And that's what I don't want. I know we all been closed up and everybody want to run wild. I just need his wildness to be in a positive energy and, and you know, going towards something. Right. Now, I'm thinking about how you just said you've made it clear to him that, you know, you're not going to take care of him. He's got to do, you know, do some things. Now that he's graduated, he's got to, you know, earn his key. Right. But I, I do recall... Um, some conversations, you know, maybe a year or two ago, where him even being in high school, you didn't quite want him to cross the street. So. <laughs> I know, I know, because that's that's what I say when I call him a floater, and that's what I mean. It's like I feel like if I'm not there, you 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 getting ready to cross the street. You may have your headphones on, music loud in your ear. You ain't looking around to see if a car coming. You know, I'm like, is he, he makes me feel like you he have couldn't to be cross there. that street. Because, uh -huh. you know, he's so all over the place. So did he ever cross the street? Yeah, he, now he, he, now look, before he before he stopped working, he he started crossing the street. <laughs> he walked to the barber shop to get his haircut. You know, I I I started letting him after we talked. I kind of let him, you know, do have a little freedom. You know, I'm still kind of like like the other day he said he was going with his friend um, to a party, and I was like, well. You know, it, it's what what time and you know, and he was like, Ma, I don't even do nothing. And I'm like, okay, but you know, I, right now, you know, these times are just, you know, you just worry. And I don't want to smother him because I feel like I've always smothered him a little bit more than my oldest because you know, I, I was so young when I had my oldest son. So I was like, okay, well. I, I'm going out to this party. But when I when I had him, I was like 32, you know, and I was I was more mature and I I was more like, oh, this is what being a mother is. So I, I kind of spoiled him more mm -hmm. than my oldest son. Yeah. You know, you know, and the fact that I I, I kind of spoiled both of them, but differently. Um, my oldest, because I wasn't there, I tried to make up for not being there with just, you know, just giving him things like he, 
He said he want a Pokemon or he want a whatever at that time. Whatever at that time he wanted, he got. Both of them did, you know. Well, the so. thing is, you said you had a conversation with him. And once you had the conversation, you said, okay, you can cross the street. And I know we're saying cross the street, but I want you to know that you're talking to a lot of mothers right here who mm -hmm. struggle with the same dilemma. Well, crossing the street was... His job was mm, a, maybe a three-minute walk. And I was, you know, I was so used to, he, he's a kid that, you know, me growing up, I would catch the bus. I, any means to get to where I need to go, I would, I would do. I may have a friend that would pick me up and, and take me to work or whatever, or, you know, my parents or, uh, I would catch the bus. Well, this day and time, these kids don't really know about catching the bus or where to go to to even get on the bus. They see the bus stops, but they don't know, okay, well, where is this bus taking me? You know? Right. Um, so I knew he was, he didn't know a lot. He was real green to, to, um, to things. And then, you know, just, in the area that I live, you know, you just hear about it was so so many things going on that you hear on the news about, you know, somebody was waiting in the bus stop and got shot or somebody rolled up the street and they were shooting, you know, so a lot of just everything would would um, come across in my mind about him walking to work, you know, um, would he encounter some a, a bully or. Will he encounter somebody driving by wanting to shoot? You know, it, a lot of things played into into part with with him walking to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, and not that we stay in a bad neighborhood, but it's it's still you know in the middle yeah. of of a lot of different business. A lot of it's not the I'm going to say the most uppity area, but, you know, which, you know, just, just kind of makes you nervous on it on an everyday basis about your child just walking around in the area. Yes, absolutely. So does, um, does his brothers ever tell you that you spoil him too much? No, no, they don't because because the thing about it is I'm I'm harder on him now than I probably was on them. Oh. And and I'm harder on him because for one thing, he's the only one here now. Everybody else, you know, have moved out. But just things that I see that he's done that he does, and I'm like, uh-uh, I you know, you no, don't do this, don't do that. And he like, oh, mama, oh, she get on my nerves. And he probably think that I'm on him more than, than anybody because he watched me, you know, because he was little and he, he was younger than everybody. So he watched them get in trouble, but he probably say, well, I get in trouble more than them. And like I had to tell him, I'm harder on you because I see a lot of me in you. And, and whether that's, 
a good thing or bad thing, it's both. It, it's kind of both, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and I just don't want him to, 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 um, I'm hard on him because he's a lot more relaxed than them, mm-hmm. than, than his brothers. Well, as um, my oldest, he's, he's like, he has two brothers. One is his, uh, um, you know, um, his, his dad's son. So, you know, but I raised both of them. I raised, I raised him as well. He's, he lived with me the whole time until he went off to the Navy. So, um, so you know what's possible. You know that he's different. Yeah. He's different from, from the both of them. Yeah. He, he's, he's one that you, you got to stay on. If you don't stay on him, he's not going to do anything. So I already know that I, I know. And I have to pray about it every day, all day long, you know, and I, and I, and I don't want him to feel like, because I do do a lot of fussing at him. So, but I don't want him to feel like, well, she fuss at me all the time, but she don't fuss at them. Well, they not here in the house. You know, and the things that I asked him to do, you know, when I come home and they still not done and you've been laying around the house and haven't done anything, then then, yeah, you're going to get the, the the raw deal of me, you know, the unedited, the, the you know, <laughs> right. So. And that's OK. I mean, because a lot of parents, a lot of mothers like you doing it by themselves uh they don't have that support or even you know two other young men to look at to say man i know this is possible i know this is wrong uh i know i need to do some things and i know we just made some jokes about crossing the street you know but every mother has their struggle about you know, their particular son, if they are listening to this podcast, there's something that, and, and, you know, and and, with, with my youngest, like, like I said, you know, I had my sister, you know, um, because my mom and dad used to keep my kids while I would work and I, I worked late hours, you know, and, um, would come and pick them up and, and then when my mom passed and it was my dad, and once he started to kind of date, he was like, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to pick up him at this time. So my sister started to, to, you know, take over and she said, well, I'll keep him while you work, you know, after school, you know, I pick him up and I keep him. But my sister is an abusive person, um, not physically, but mentally abusive, verbally abusive. So it was like, it was, it was challenging because I, I didn't have anybody else to keep him. And I remember one day he, him telling me, when I go over auntie house, it's like I'm being tortured. And I'm oh, like, wow. well, I know she ain't going to kill him, you know, but you <laughs> don't know the actual effects that when, when, when a person says things to a kid or, uh, uh, you know, the effect that that has on that child and and it took me during COVID 
to really understand all of that that was going on and not saying that I was being selfish by oh well he, he got to go over here because I got to I got to work you know but I didn't have a choice and and I think some of the offense of her has led into some of his his um he told me he was depressed and some of the things that we talked about with his depression and 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 things and and even me dating a guy that was never abusive to him but but was abusive to me and and all that has has taken on with him because my oldest two they were they were kind of in college and and in in the navy so they didn't get a chance to really experience what he experienced, if that makes any sense, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm dealing with a lot. I'm dealing with with a lot of issues that he has that I'm trying to, um, you know, that it makes me have issues, you know, because, you know, I have a lot of anger towards myself towards my sister towards you know it's just it's it's just a lot yeah and you and like you said some of those things are coming out you know in terms of how he was like he grew up you know you know not having a struggle the struggle was not there but struggling with how you know, my my sister would talk to him, or or even how my boyfriend at that time that I dated for five years, who lived with us, talked. You know, so a lot of things that even now I have issues. You know, of trying to make it right. You know, make make things right and people pleaser. Yeah, kind of a people pleaser, trying to make sure they okay, make sure, make sure, well, I don't have to make sure they, because like I say, my oldest two, they've moved out, but making sure he's okay, making sure, you know, and still trying to have a life of my own as well, because I'm I'm still at an age where I still want to do things and, you know, and, 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 and he doesn't need that that babying anymore. But but at the same time, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I, I I'm it. on your You're podcast because st- I don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but but the thing is, uh, you know more than you think. You know, it's just a matter of taking things one step at a time and trusting your mother instinct. You know, a lot of times we don't follow that mother instinct. We do what we have to do. A part of that is just kind of taking the time to do it, which, you know, you, you've started to do it. So he's 18. Uh, we just did a, a podcast and this particular mother said some similar things about her son and he's now 30. And he's just now like really learning about himself and doing things that are somewhat age appropriate, you know. Right, because 
like <laughs> with him, I feel like with with my youngest, I feel like he's um I'm not gonna say slower, slower, not not as far as book wise, he's okay as far as books. It's slower just knowing things about life and and you know it worries me that somebody can come and say something to him and take all his money you know uh uh say something that he like oh really oh okay and and you know and it and it's not real and he he you know it's the maturity level that i need him to be on he's 18 but mentally, I feel like he's 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what's happening a lot to the young people. I did another podcast on talking about the millennial generation, uh, you know, the generation that we are raising right now. And that's why this topic is so serious, because we're raising a different type of young man today which is it's either that or it's the other extreme, you know, in the street, want drugs, you know, just don't want to do his part at home, but lazy. I had somebody to listen to it and they felt lazy was a harsh word, but I haven't said anything about being lazy to you, but it came out of your mouth because yeah, it's laziness. The, it's laziness the, because I feel like you know, the, the, and, and you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna blame some of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame 50% of it on the pandemic, you know, because the kids can't really do anything. They were stuck in the house for a whole year, pretty much not being able to like all that energy that they had balled up in them. They just had to kind of like, just let it just lay down, you know, like, and they didn't understand it, you know? And now yeah. that things are coming apart, coming, you know, back to together. Now I see him like, oh, well, my friend coming to get me. And I I see it, but okay, I see you coming back alive again, but I still need you to do the things I'm asking you to do, you know, not just think that, oh, now life is a party. Yeah, the, you know, you know, and that's the things- thing. He, you're just going to let have to let him go and do those things because if he uh, if he uh, say if he decides to go away to school, he's going to have to make some decisions as to what party he's going to go to, as to what girl he's going to date. And a lot of things, because he's away, you're not going to know. And right. so part him growing up and getting away I mean like that probably needs to be mandatory that he goes because that's that in-between stage that gives you some cushion before he's actually out there the whole way making decisions you know if he's on a college campus he's with some peers and there's also you know other eyes on him especially if he's in a dorm where you know there's an RA who can watch and manage you know but he the only way he's going to come out of that is if he is allowed to make those crucial decisions on his own 
Okay, I'm sorry, Lacey. What was you saying? Okay, no, they, no just uh, him getting out, making decisions on his own or being allowed to make those decisions. As much as it may hurt and as much as you may not want, you, be, you may be concerned about him uh, making certain decisions, you kind of got to let that rope go, kind of like tug of war, just let it go piece by piece. You know, he to him, he's 18. You know, I interviewed a young man and uh, you got it. I have to send you that one. But he talked about how him and his mom butted heads. But he said, you know, in his mind, he was a man already, but she wasn't treating him like a man. And he was mm -hmm. 14 at the time, 14. So he, he sees now, I mean, I know I was 14, but still everything that I said you know, she has something to say about it, you know? And, and so it ended up when he got older, once he got older, close to 30, now that I think about it, that he actually began to, um, I think before that he started going to therapy, but the therapy helped him to see that some of that was within himself because he, bl he blamed some things on his mom, but then he decided to move to a different state and he took him with him and found out that he ran into the same problem. So un until your son actually faces himself, he he's not going to learn based off of your word. It's going to be experience. Right, it's going to be his experiences. Yeah. So it's, it's just and I, and I and I and I get that you know I I definitely get that because when I was young you couldn't tell me nothing I thought I knew everything that's why I had a son early I I felt like oh well, I've been to a I've been to parties oh I've been nothing and hadn't been nowhere right <laughs> <laughs> but but I thought I had been everywhere you know and I I I was you know thinking I was grown and, and, you know, and I look at him and I say, well, he's just eight years older than being 10. He's, he's a child, you know, like, you know, it's hard to, to let go. And I guess because I had him, I was, I was more able to let go of my oldest son more so than him. And, and, and that's crazy to me, you know? Right. But that just shows you what maturity in mothers will do. Right. You know? Right. So and that's true. Was, that's true. Like yeah. I said, I was a young mother with my oldest son. So, you know, I left it up to my mom and dad. Like, okay, well, you know, he over here. I know he's safe. So I can go to this party after work. And, you know, but when, when I had him, my youngest, I was more settled. I want, you know, I wasn't going out to the parties and I was at home and I I I, I spoiled him because I was like I, I didn't get a chance to do this with my my oldest son you know where yeah. I was I was so in love you know Ooh, now that's another podcast <laughs> right that's another podcast for another day excellent so as we close, is there anything, uh, any kind of wisdom that you would like to give to another mother 
to shed some light or some wisdom on anything that you said or something that you just want to say to encourage or empower or inspire another mother who may be going through what you're going through? Um, I, I just say pray, you know, pray like I do. I, 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 I pray on him every day. Um, I'm starting to, you know, at first I couldn't figure out what it was that would make him tick. You know, you, you have to find out what makes your child tick because it, it, everything that you, you know, some, some may be videos, some may be, um, watching TV too much or, or whatever you, you have to find out what it is that you can, can, and it may sound funny, take away as a punishment instead, because these kids are so (laughs) smart that, um, because like to me, they, they, they will find something to keep them entertained when, when you're trying to discipline them, you have, you have to take something away from them you know and i know we sometimes don't want to take things away because we tired or we had a frustrating day and don't want to be bothered or uh you know and we like okay well we give these give them these things and and to entertain them and 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 it's not doing them any good so you have to find something that you can can show a punishment with, I say, I, I don't know if I'm, if I am, or uh, something that challenged them or something that makes them say, okay, I need this. So I, I need to do this and I need this, I need to do, if she says I need to do this, then maybe I need to do it, you know. That's actually very, very good. I get a lot of calls about that right there. My son does not like to do anything. So right. I don't know what to take away from him. I don't know what to what is going to right. make him so so you as a parent have to find out and that's through talking to them, finding out what makes them tick. What 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 because like I say, every kid is not a video kid. It may not be a video. It may not be PlayStation or, or, or Xbox. It may be, it may be something else that's totally different. So you, you have to find out what, what's going on to, to be able to say, okay, well, look, I may can't whoop you or I may can't do this, but maybe I could take this away and, 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 and it'd be an eye opener, not, not to take it away. And it, and it's something that's, detrimental that that's gonna kill you know that's gonna be like oh but something that, that they they notice is gone yes i really like that that's excellent so miss karen thank you so much for coming on the podcast on today i think you said some very powerful things that uh many mothers were able to see themselves in your voice So thank you so much for being transparent and open. And we just thank you. We definitely would like to have you back on again to expound. Oh, I would love to be. 
back on. We talk. Yes, I mean, just just wonderful, wonderful. So um, I'm going to close in prayer now. And before I do, I want you, uh, our listeners, you can visit us at www.drlesslieinspires.com. Uh, if you like this podcast, please make sure you subscribe and hit that like button and give us a five-star review. And uh, I think that's it. You can also follow us on Instagram, but make sure you subscribe to the channel. And again, don't forget Miss Karen Barry. You can look her up right now under Salon Bella uh, if you like my, my hair, but everybody's hair walks out of their own feet. Thank you. So uh, I'll end in prayer. And again, Karen, thank you so much. Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for allowing us to uh, be on this podcast with our special guest. We pray, Lord, that uh, something was said to empower, inspire, educate uh, another woman. And we just thank you, O oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Karen. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.